You are now listening to season three. We're supposed to say it together. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Tune in every Friday. Are you going to delete that? Sorry. You are now listening to season three of Dark, Dark and Lovely, Lovely Pod, Pod with your girls Ohima T. And Dej. And this is a podcast that prioritizes black women, specifically dark-skinned women, and amplifies our voices. Streaming every Friday on all platforms. So kick off your shoes and relax your feet and lock into Dark and Lovely Pod. Woo! I'm a strong believer in some people just need to have their experience and mm-hmm. go through what they need to go through mm-hmm. before getting in a serious relationship and they don't always necessarily know that before they get in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone and get committed but um i don't know i like i see like some people call it whole phase i was just about to people... ask you are you encouraging us non-married women to have a whole phase honestly yes hey guys hey (laughs) welcome back to another episode yes 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 um 12 episode 12 (laughs) right i don't know okay yeah episode 12 season three um today we have a special guest and this is my good good friend since the eighth grade and introduce yourself I'm Rhonda. Rhonda, Teresa's BFF. Mm -mm. Okay. So it's fresh off the boat. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to get into what we're going to talk about later. But to begin, let me tell you guys what's tea. So, Tristan Thompson is embarrassing Chloe again. What? Why? You didn't know that? (laughs) He's embarrassing. Well, what do you think he did if he's in the news? He cheated on her, probably. Yeah. He cheated on her. And Again? There's a, there's a baby in question. Oh, Lord. Um, and so, breaking news has found that <laughs> <laughs> he, the girl's pregnant, and I guess she told him that oh, she was wow. pregnant, and he messaged her on Snapchat saying- Oh, he's such a Toronto man. Like, Trust me. It? He messaged her on Snapchat saying, you know how I feel. My feelings haven't changed at all. Won't be involved at all. By the way, if you think having this baby is going to make you some money, it's completely wrong. You are aware that I'm retiring this season. So in terms of support, it would be whatever is required monthly from someone who is unemployed. Is he stupid? <laughs> it's Texas. So <laughs> listen, it's Texas. So it will only be a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, you're, so, so you're better off taking this 75K I'm offering because you won't get nothing near with, with having a kid with a father who's unemployed. And you will have a baby with a father who has zero involvement with the child and a few hundred dollars of child support a month. Is he stupid? So. Luckless. <laughs> so basically, yeah, man. It's alleged that he has impregnated his personal trainer. And I don't know if it was his personal trainer, if it was Chloe's personal trainer. Yeah. But either way, it was a personal trainer that was in the Around mix. Around them, yeah. yeah. Within their family, yeah. Yeah, so... But he's such an idiot. Why would you, uh, like, type that out on Snapchat? Like, at least call them and Like, how do you like, feel you know? good within yourself sending a message like that? Yeah. I feel like he thought he was doing something by sending it on Snapchat. What like, did he think he was doing? Because you know, like, Snapchat, said. like, you could, like... It doesn't... But, you, like, you, someone can see it and screenshot it. What? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't... Like he's stupid because obviously she's gonna screenshot it. Look at the stupid shit you're saying to me. And realistically, I'm gonna take my friend's phone and take a picture of it. Yeah. So, 
but yeah so that's the tea everyone's saying like everyone's obviously making fun of chloe saying that he hates chloe and like all this kind of stuff no i could never be with a man that does not want to take care of his gifts like you busting her go take her your pity bro and then turn off yeah such a turn off and then he has the one kid already oh yeah that he doesn't take i don't think he takes care of that kid does he the first one yeah no i think he does I, I think, think he, he does now. Claims, I think he only claims that kid and true. Is that mm-hmm. her name? True mm-hmm. or true? True. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, man. So mm-hmm. that's the tea, and everyone's mm-hmm. just talking shit. But everybody's saying that um, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder because <laughs> she's trying to distract us from Astro World. What? Like, <laughs> low key. People are so stupid. Like, at the expense of her child, like, do you think she gives a fuck? This is affecting Chloe. Do you think she cares? I think she cares, yeah. Bro, she released her own daughter's sex tape. Chloe was always the least favorite. Was she? I used to really like her. No, I used to like like her, but in the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that, like, but if Chris was behind it, then Chloe would know about it. Like, they would say, okay, like, we're gonna come up with this story. Chloe's awfully quiet. (laughs) What would you want her to say? Thing, man. Everybody's saying Is she's it? gonna come up with her inspirational quotes. <laughs> I feel bad for her. <laughs> but do you though? When he keeps doing it over and over, and how many times have there been like pregnancy rumors now? It's like enough is enough. So what do you guys? What do you guys think about going back to the whole Jordan thing? What did you guys think about that? I I thought if Jordan was white, I don't think it would have been like that much backlash. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like they would still be pissed off and they would still show like their reactions on their on their show. Mm-hmm. But like I don't think it would have been like them. Like you know how they're in that there's that scene where they're in the car and like singing that song where it was like directly targeted to Jordan. Like I don't think it would be like all that like bullying stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. If she was white. What do you think? I think it's dumb because it's like how do you take Tristan back act like everything is all good? He was the one that was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So why are you guys being so nice to him but being so mean to Jordan when he was the one that initiated it anyways? I feel like they didn't have a choice but to be nice to Jordan because not Jordan Tristan because at the end of the day that's her dad. That's choose yeah. dad. They have to they have to be connected with him no matter what. You have to be connected but you don't have to be fake nice. Well, I guess the more you're around people, I guess you forgive them. But like in terms of like Jordan, like do you think she was wrong for what happened? I think she was wrong for sure. From honestly, I would have to look back at like the story that's out there. But from what I had read, I wouldn't really blame her. I don't blame her either. I'm there, there's no way I'm taking white people's side over <laughs> over her. Like she's definitely in the wrong though. Like why? Like, why are you? Yeah, because why did you kiss your your sister? She said no, that he kissed him her. That kissed her. That's why I'm saying okay, I wouldn't why would blame you, her. Why wouldn't you like? The next day, like go to or like tell someone that that happened. Because you know? what they came out, what they no? said was she called them first and said I have to tell you something. Okay. And then I think they said that she quickly hung up or something, something. And then the story came out and they're like, wait, like what? Yeah. But I feel like maybe she was scared because at the end of the day, like Chloe's like older than her. Yeah. They have so much power. They have so much. Like imagine, like. Not Imagine that. it's the Kardashians. Like I know yeah. like she's also rich and she also has money, but like yeah. these are the Kardashian Kardashians. Like the Kardashians are literally like everything pop culture. Like yeah. I don't look at it like that. I look at it more like 
she might have been scared because at the end of the day you feel like you're family to these people and he has a family with chloe mm -hmm. you telling her that you feel like you're gonna be tearing breaking their, up the family, breaking their family yeah. apart even though he's the one that you know and, yeah. and plus she was probably like around when chloe was crying and all that kind of stuff yeah and so then now it's just i feel like she she should have just went home i feel like she should have never been at that party she shouldn't okay maybe she could be at that party but my question Why? is like how were you that close, close to him for that to happen like you know what i mean like how I did that happen that too but he didn't just accidentally turn around and like kiss you like no that didn't happen you know she said that he because she said that when she was leaving yeah he kissed her goodbye i feel like i feel like you know what it was i feel like they were probably like maybe either flirting or like exchanging mm -hmm. like a type of vibe the whole night yeah so then like when she left he, he was like it was okay. i feel like <laughs> i feel like if she had reciprocated and like nobody had found out i feel like he would have yeah. tried to like fuck her like oh, after that like i feel like yeah. he was kind of like dipping his feet to be like okay like are you a snitch like what's gonna happen yeah. and i feel like because he knew that like she maybe was kind of like entertaining the vibe the whole night that she wouldn't say anything mm -hmm. i feel like maybe that's why do you know what i mean like maybe that's why she didn't say anything because she knows that a part of her was like entertaining yeah i don't know but if chloe got back with this man mm -hmm. why did her relationship with kylie have to fall apart but whatever know. it's probably best that she's yeah, I don't not know involved about with that. that family no more and she got like so much better like after she glowed she... up she has a she has her own nba boyfriend that's not cheating yeah, on her now yeah and he seems and she like just a, looks better like she, she looks, looks better healthy, yeah you know and he seems like well i don't really know what's happening behind the scenes but he seems like he's really like he really loves her yeah i was watching this thing the other day and like i guess around the time they got together his mom passed away oh yeah I saw that and then too. she also her she also lost her dad so he said that he feels like his mom sent jordan to her before she left so that he wouldn't be alone Kind of oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's such a nice thing like to say. <laughs> you said niggas say stuff like that too often. No, I'm saying you don't hear niggas say stuff like that too often. Mm, they will keep doing what they're lying. Anyway, <laughs> but I hope, I hope he's not lying. Anyway, um, another thing that's happening is basically there's this New York governor. His name was Andrew Cuomo, and then his brother was on CN like a CNN anchor, right? And like. Andrew, like, he had bare allegations of, like, sexual assault or whatever. Okay. And then, like, I guess, like, but that was, like, months ago. But I guess they investigated and they found out that Chris, the CN CNN news anchor, was giving his brother all the tea about, because like, you know how news people get the tea first, right? Yeah. So, like, I guess he was telling his brother all the stuff mm -hmm. so that his brother's lawyers could, like, fight it or something like that. So then, oh, okay. So then CNN found out and then they suspended him and now he's fired. But, like, everybody's, like, it's, everybody on black twitter is talking about it because like him are and his black no they're, no, white, they're white but like oh. him and his brother always used to go on cnn and like go back and forth and like it was cute and stuff right yeah. like when because everybody really loved his brother before those allegations came out because mm -hmm. he was really doing well with like handling the covid situation in new york because yeah. you know how new york was the uh, epicenter or whatever yeah. right so he really did well um and everybody loved him and then also you know don lemon oh yes i think He's gay, he's black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So him and his show always came on directly after Chris's show. Mm -hmm. And they would also do their little like back and forth that like oh, okay. everybody would always talk about and post on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, man. So everyone's just talking about that and like just basically like, should he really have been fired? Cause like everybody's gonna be like everybody would do that for their sibling. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. 
I feel like if they thought so, then they probably shouldn't have involved him in like those type of reports and stuff. If you really feel like he's going to, because let's be real, I would tell my sister. Yeah. But I feel like the, he he wasn't allowed to report on his brother. Mm-hmm. But I feel, and I I don't think they directly like handed him the information. But like it's accessible to him. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like especially like him and Don. Like they're very good friends. Like if Don's and Don did report on his brother. So. <sighs> That's a sticky one. I did like both of them. I like both of them too. But I mean, if and then there was allegations that Chris himself was sexually I thought that's him. why he no, was but fired. That, that came and went. Like, when people started saying that, like, it was kind of like it got buried. Like, people stopped talking about it right after. Oh, okay, okay. But then I think, like, when they when CNN found this out, they're like, okay, no, you're dragging it. <laughs> and then they fired him. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. That's the tea. Alright, guys. So I'm going to read a tweet that sums up what we'll be talking about today. So this tweet is by underscore Slimarella underscore on Twitter. And it reads, erase the idea that black women have to suffer and experience intense hardship to prove their loyalty and love to their partner, period. (laughs) So um, we have Rhonda here, our lovely guest, to just talk about her, her experience because she is a married woman. And I think she has a unique and unconventional and endearing love story. So why don't you start with telling us how <laughs> you and your husband met and your experience. Okay. Uh, my husband's name is Dwight. Um, we met while I lived in Jamaica. So we grew up in the same neighborhood. Like um, our parents know each other. Like, we just live in the same neighborhood. We've always known of each other. Um, he hung out with my sister here and there, so I knew him from then. Mm-hmm. And I even found out that his grandmother used to raise my dad. Mm-hmm. So Dwight always would say to me, oh, my grandmother was raising your dad so that I could have you so he can give you to me. And I'm psychic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I've known Dwight since Jamaica. Um, when I left, I left when I was 12, and <clears throat> I always saw him around my neighborhood. He was always with my sister and stuff. Always thought he was a little cute, but like, you know, <laughs> I never really cared for boys that much. I've just seen him and was like, oh, he's cute, whatever. Hi and bye there. And then uh, I left Jamaica when I was 12 and reconnected with him on Facebook. I saw him on Facebook. We started talking and stuff. And, and like, obviously, we exchanged that we did like each other, like, well, you know, Facebook love back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he claimed his love was always real for me. Um, I had broken up with him because <laughs> obviously, like, you know, I was still young and it was long distance. So obviously, I didn't think it would work because it's long distance. And you're 12. Yeah. No, I wasn't 12 that time. How I, old you? Um, I think I was like 13, 14. Okay. Someone like that. So yeah, but yeah, I was still young anyways. So what do I know about love? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was why we broke up. And then 10 years later, I finally went back to Jamaica and um, we hung out because I hadn't been talking to him for a couple years. We finally hung out. And then like, how'd you guys link up in Jamaica though? You just saw him? 
He lives in my na- my mom's neighborhood. I know, but like you just saw him on road and then. Uh, actually, when I went back to Jamaica, I quickly remembered that he used to live in the neighborhood because I hadn't talked to him for years based on like, you know, my ex used to block him and stuff and plus whatever. <laughs> so I messaged him on Facebook and he quickly responded. But I'm taken in that before I messaged him, I was standing like out in the street with my mom, you know, Jamaica, she's out there doing her thing. And I saw this guy pass me and I'm like, this looks like Dwight. And I was looking, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. And it was him. Mm-hmm. It oh, was shit. him, and he thought it was me too. But Dwight's not a nosy person. He's not gonna stop and be all up in my business, all up in my face. He actually thought I was my sister, Ray, because people say we look alike. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we messaged, and then we hung out, and we just kept hanging out and stuff. And yeah, that was that. <laughs> <laughs> so so, how did you guys like decide to get married? Like be in a relationship? Like. Um, well, I went, the first time I went back to Jamaica, it was in January. We kept hanging out and stuff. And like, you would, I would hang out with him by his house and stuff. And you could tell that like, he likes me, but like, he's not going to force anything on me. And I just felt extremely comfortable around him. It it didn't feel, it felt natural to be around him. It felt good. Mm -hmm. And then, um... When I left in January, he kept telling me, like, you know, like, I want to be with you. Like, I wish you would give me a chance. And I'm like, you know, it didn't work the first time because of distance. And I still don't think it's going to work because of distance. Um, And then I had a family member that passed away that same month while I was leaving. So I was going back to the funeral in February. But when I look at it now, I feel like I was really going back because I actually wanted to see Dwight. Mm-hmm. Because when mm-hmm. I went back to February, we kept hanging out and stuff. And Rhonda was stayed in Jamaica in 2020. <laughs> was it 2019 or 2020? 2020, I kept flying to Jamaica. Bro, I hadn't she, gone back in 10 years. She went I back like 10 flying. times in this year. <laughs> when I think about it, I was just like, yeah, and I, I, was really, I was really denying, denying that I had feel. Actually, I knew I thought he was cute and stuff, but like, you know, obviously I didn't want to have to go through a long distance. That's why we broke up in the first place. I feel like you were denying it because I feel like we didn't even know anything about Dwight. Like, like, you knew about him long, long time ago. But I feel like, I'm trying to remember like when you said something, if it was after your first trip or your second trip. I think I said something after... I think I did tell you guys I was hanging out with my ex in Jamaica for January, but yeah. I really did bring it up like after my second trip, which was in February. Mm-hmm. So it was in February when I went down and I was just like, I, when I was leaving, cause I was so mean to him. Like that's just me. <laughs> I was always so mean to him and he was always so nice and patient. And <laughs> cause I was like, I don't want no man. I don't want no man. I don't want no man taking care of me. I, I don't want this. I don't want that. Like, you know, I don't need no man. I don't need no long distance relationship. And he was real patient with me and when I was leaving in February I left and that's when I was just like I don't want to leave I don't want to leave him mm-hmm. I'm just like I actually really want to be with this person so then I said to him I was like in March I was just like you know what I'll give it a chance I'll see where it goes it's not going to kill me to give like a relationship a chance and see how things mm-hmm. go because all my other relationships were shit and <laughs> <laughs> I decided to give him a chance and we took it from there and um oh you asked how we got to marriage get marriage Mm -hmm. um we were talking and i was just like we already knew how we felt about marriage like we both knew that like 
marriage was something that we would want at the end of the day. And our discussion was basically like, why do we have to wait like a whole year and stuff? If we know we're sure about each other, like, why not? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to be with you. You want to be with me. Because I remember even in the January when he kept telling me to give him a chance, I was like, nah. And I was trying to pick his brain. I was just like, would you even move? Because I know my family doesn't want me to go live back in Jamaica. And I know mm-hmm. he doesn't want me to live back in Jamaica. Because realistically, the lifestyle it's all nice and shit when you go to visit but to actually live and get a job Mm -hmm. and stuff it's very hard and my dad would think that he done wasted everything trying to get me here just to go back to live in jamaica and throw everything away so basically he didn't want me to come back to live there this was just me trying to pick his brain and i was like okay so would you move and he was like honestly my mom and my sister is here i still want to look over them so i feel like maybe i could think about in the next like two three years and i'm just like well if you're trying to be with somebody that's like you know like yonders away from you i don't i don't think it's like fair for you to say wait for me to take care of my mom and my sister that's nice and all i'm very happy that like it's family oriented <laughs> like, but i'm here telling you i don't want to do long distance forever you know yeah mm-hmm. so then he finally came around he's like you know what i would move if i have to and everything and um we we're talking about marriage and we we're just like if we know what we want we know that we love each other why do we have to wait mm-hmm. like for a year or for two years mm-hmm. to know that we want to be with each other so we decided we wanted to actually get married did you worry about what people would say of course i worried about what people would say not like strangers because who cares about what people that are not like my close friends or family have to say I worried about like what my friends would say. I knew my mom would be completely fine with it because she knows him. And um, my mom would never want like her kids. My mom still lives in Jamaica. She would never want her kids to just pick up any and anybody in Jamaica Mm -hmm. because like everybody knows the culture like and the stigma around it that Caribbean people only want to date somebody that lives in foreign because they want to travel they want to leave the country so i my mom is a very honest person so she would tell me and i've always asked my mom i was just like what do you think about dwight and she'd say honestly i feel like he's the last good man in Batbush." bush <laughs> 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 oh yeah because she knows him yeah, yeah she knows him okay. she knows his mom like they all know each other yeah. and she's like you know like i think he's a really good guy she's like what are you guys dating? And I'll be like, no, because we weren't at the time. I was just asking her because I was hanging around him. And hanging around him, people are obviously thinking that we're dating. Mm-hmm. And then I went and I asked my oldest brother that lived in Jamaica for years after I left, but he now lives in Barbados. I asked him what he thought about him. And he said, oh, Dwight's like a, a good youth. Like, you know, he's a good person, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I asked my cousin, same thing. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, he's been like staying out of trouble them type of ways and yeah i didn't really have any i didn't feel like i had anything to worry about um when it comes to telling my friends about it i was a little scared why what would you do if your friend (laughs) went to jamaica and told you that they're marrying somebody from jamaica wouldn't you be like wait sis let's talk like yeah that's true yeah yeah um I was a little bit scared to tell like Teresa and not me, child. Why? Why? Why are you saying that? Because I value your opinion. I value my best friend's opinion, and me telling him that I they're gonna come with the questions now. Like, how do you know? Like, you know, you want to do this. Like, did we? Did it, do you feel like I questioned you? 
Um, a little, but when I told you I feel you guys, like it was silent on the phone. I feel like, <laughs> she's like, no, I feel like it was more like, Rhonda, where are you going with this? Like, like, what's going on? Are you sure this is what you want? Like, you know, what made you make that decision type of thing? I feel like when you said it, you're like, oh, like, guys, I want to talk to him. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> here we go. Like, what's the problem? And then you're like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, I, I'm actually going to be getting married. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> and then I feel like it was just, like, silent. And then yeah. we're like, wait, what? But, yeah. But no, after I told you guys, I felt like a, a huge weight got lifted off my shoulders because that's definitely not something I wanted to keep secret. I obviously mm-hmm. wanted to share it with my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Teresa took it well. Like, yeah, I'd say you took it well. Yeah, to be honest, like, and that's why I feel like the, the tweet in the beginning that we read was fitting for your situation. Because to be honest, like, even I'd never really, like, specifically in that moment had my reservations about away i was just more so worried about like all the things that you've been through and i'm like i don't want this to be another thing yeah because that's also something we had spoken about mm-hmm. you're like are you sure like blah 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 yeah i felt like I still feel like i definitely need the registration that's good <laughs> period <laughs> okay so i feel like every newlywed uh bride kind of wants or likes to be asked how their wedding day went and like <laughs> Not the what shirt. your experience was on your wedding day oh god the events leading up to your wedding day honestly <laughs> start with the wedding planning the wedding planning was stressful it was stressful because the pandemic came on and everything oh, was happening during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was stressful. I had all my best friends there helping me. They went above and beyond. Um, there are so many things that I enjoyed, but I was extremely stressed, like extremely, extremely stressed because um, leading up to the wedding, I had to come to the conclusion or, do I want to say conclusion? Wait, but because when you when you guys got engaged, mm-hmm. it was the pandemic, but it wasn't like it we wasn't didn't a, realize yeah. that this is gonna be like a global pandemic that is gonna oh, change the wait, world. When did you guys like, get engaged? We got engaged like in March. So that's when March. it first. But oh, that was when they yeah. were saying we will stay home for a week and then we'll yeah, be like good. no one was really taking the everything exactly. Seriously. And then when we had the engagement party, because mm-hmm. because because she told me and like her closest friends, but then like. Like she did us, we did like a a party that she told everybody, right? So it was like mm-hmm. a surprise. Yeah. So when we did that party, it was like, oh, the wedding's gonna be in Jamaica, and we're we're all going. Yeah. So we're all screaming like, yes, we're all going to Jamaica for Rhonda's wedding. Oh. Because we're thinking yeah. like, by the time that the wedding comes, the pandemic will be over. The pandemic will be long gone. Yeah. Oh, what a lie! <laughs> right? What That's a lie! So, so yeah, we did the engagement. It was. I usually do my barbecue, and I decided to make it being. Put a little twist on it. Hello. And everybody was was excited. I was extremely excited. Um, I was already planning to go back to Jamaica again. <laughs> um, what happened? Yeah. So as we were moving along in the year, like we had our first lockdown in like August. Lockdown, like no, because we had the lockdown in March. And then when summer no, came, when like they shut everything down completely. Oh, when they said we could only buy essential items and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that was. When was August. that? 
Oh, no, I, I feel like that was the end of summer, yeah. <laughs> because I, don't know, uh, we were, I was supposed to travel to Jamaica in June for my other friend's um, Were you? bridal party. Yeah. Okay. For her bridal party. And you couldn't go? We couldn't go because they kept telling us maybe we can't travel because like they're, they might be shutting down airlines and stuff. So we couldn't go. So I was going to go back in June and I was just like, whatever, it's like best to wait anyway. So I yeah. planned to go down for my birthday in October. So even leading up to that, like it was getting a little bit shaky. It's like every time I was supposed to travel to Jamaica, I was always like getting nervous and getting yeah. stressed because it's yeah. like, are they going to shut the place down yeah. again? Like it was and so annoying. And then not let you back into Canada. That too. Our government was being real stupid, but whatever. Um, so even going down for October, I kept getting stressed because I was like my friends kept having to tell me like just don't watch the news don't look at anything that has to do with the pandemic like stay away from it and the day I was supposed to go to Jamaica my sister called me and woke me up and scared the shit out of me she's like oh um no that was for the wedding that was for the wedding that was for the wedding what happened on your birthday was that as soon as you got on the flight Trudeau announced that people can't go to tropical countries anymore what so literally so did you go she was already, already on her flight so literally if she oh, had yeah. left if her flight had been like two hours later yeah she wouldn't have been able to go yeah oh so you were allowed to go then so you went she I was there like, fam. no oh. that was for the wedding that wasn't for the wedding that oh that was for the, the wedding. wedding that was for the wedding that yeah. was for the wedding so um because we had the lockdown in august and i went in october Mm-hmm. And they were saying like you know the cases are going back up whatever so I came back <laughs> I came back, back good up, and everything but that's mm-hmm. when you have to start like quarantining when you come back so I have to quarantine that oh time. yes that was yes. before the vaccine I remember that yeah. yeah so then like moving down towards the end of the year now they started saying like in December like they might shut the place down again and I'm like bro we're getting too close to my wedding which is the February like mm-hmm. just let me enjoy my wedding <laughs> um and then. Uh, in January, when I was getting closer to going, uh, the girls surprised me with my bridal shower. Mm-hmm. I was honestly so surprised. It was so sweet. Um, that was one of my favorite events because it just made me feel like, you know, this is really happening. My friends really love me. They care for me. Um, no, but before that, I found out that basically my friends were not going to be able to travel to come down for the wedding. So I have to be like, okay. Like, you know, it's still going to be fine, still going to be good. Then I found out that my bridal party is not going to be able to make it. Like, not mm-hmm. even my sister because she has her son. She can't travel and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, it's going to be fine. Like, I'm just going to use my sisters that actually live in Jamaica because mm-hmm. they're there. Yeah. And then, like, getting closer, my dad is now telling me I can't make it to your wedding because of, like, you know, restrictions. And I'm just like okay i just kept saying okay like yeah. you know yeah as long as you marry your husband that's what matters like you know mm-hmm. like we'll figure that out so then um i got to february now mm-hmm. and the day before i was supposed to travel because i kept getting scared and they're like don't watch the news don't do this don't do that i'm like okay whatever because i'm like is this even gonna happen am i gonna get to marry my man like what's going on and my sister woke me up <laughs> i was panicking she's like have you seen the news they're saying this oh they're gosh. saying that and i was like oh my i started like panicking i had to call like Teresa, and they had to be like okay Rhonda, like relax 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 
So then made it to the airport, whatever. Got to Jamaica. No, when I got on the plane and we're about to take off, that's when news was breaking that like they're not gonna allow any more flights out. And then mm-hmm. when I landed in Jamaica and I was in the airport and my phone turned on, my sister called me like, did you see what they're saying? They're saying there's no flights coming back from Caribbean countries coming in, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? Whatever. I'll think about that after. I'm here now. Yeah. I'm going to do what I have to do. Yeah. <sighs> and then even being at the airport, that was the first time I got checked by customs because I was carrying a whole leap of stuff and they were about to charge me a whole lot of money. And yeah, I ended up getting away with that. And then a few days later, because my trip was supposed to be almost three weeks, and then um, it ended up being short because. Um, I swear you were there for like four days, right? No, I was there for like a little over a week, almost two weeks, little over a week, almost two weeks. Um, Air Canada sent out messages saying that. Um, they're rescheduling flights so we had to choose like the last flights that were leaving Jamaica mm-hmm. so I chose the very last day to mm-hmm. come back I was still sad because I literally had to leave I had my wedding then I had a day to like break and then I had to leave the next day Ugh, so, so to this nice. day I still haven't had a honeymoon <laughs> you went back the other day for other reasons and their yeah. Jamaica was still doing the most they, they had like no movement days are they strict like there? three not really but well, the time she went the time I went oh. they decided to do like three no movement days so you can't leave your house at all <laughs> you can't go anywhere what you can't leave your house no <laughs> you can't leave your I mean house. of course people walked around in the neighborhoods and stuff but like we couldn't go out oh, yo do you guys remember the, the beginning of COVID when everybody was going for walks yeah. Like you go outside and the sidewalks are full. <laughs> there was nothing else to do. Bro, no. I was walking. I was walking everywhere. What was I gonna say to you? Um but like what about like was it hard to plan your wedding being here when your oh, wedding's definitely. in Jamaica? Oh definitely. I felt like I didn't have like the traditional wedding like a Canadian will think of. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Um, even my cake, um, my mother-in-law was responsible for like dealing with that, and coming closer to the wedding, I was wondering. I was like, "Wait, how come nobody like? Am I not supposed to go like cake tasting or something like that?" Mm-hmm. Not cake but tasting. Then, you watch too much movies. <laughs> but then I quickly had to like, it quickly came to me that Jamaicans usually always do a traditional Jamaican cake, which mm-hmm. is a black cake, like a mm-hmm. rum cake. Mm-hmm. So then. Dwight doesn't like that cake. We both like cheesecake. And we were thinking about it. We're like, why did we do that? But then I was just like, there was just so much going on. I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, just do the cake. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care. Just do the cake. And then my dress. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I decided to get my dress custom made. And everything was good. Or I just felt like a, I don't want to bash her. She did a good job. But I felt like I should have probably used someone else that actually like do wedding dresses and stuff, because like even another when I was... Toronto uh, business that doesn't know what they're doing. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah. I went to go pick up my dress. I was working two jobs at that time. I went to go pick up my dress. I had no time. I already told her like I'm coming to get it now because I have to leave to go to Jamaica. I got my dress and. Uh, one of my best friends, she kept bothering me. She kept saying, try on the dress, try on the dress. I'm like, I already did. She's like, just try it on one more time. I just want to see it on you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't want to. Finally decided to try on the dress. Why mm-hmm. was there no straps on my dress? 
What? And I was about to take the dress to Jamaica. Oh my god. She didn't put the straps on the dress. It was literally like, you know, like when you have like pantyhose and like you stretch, like you cut it. Oh yeah. It was literally like that, like with the paper clip, like pins. Pins. So like she forgot. She was supposed to. So I paged her. I was just like, yo, I was about to get on a plane with this dress, like not knowing that it. She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. My assistant, what did she say? My assistant or my tail or something like that. Girl, was supposed to sew the straps on, but I guess she forgot. Blah blah blah. I'm like, I have no time to bring it back. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll make time. Brought it back, not realizing that she's not even there. It's the assistant again. So I was like, whatever. The assistant must have measured my shoulder or did something. Tried on the straps. And it was not until like my wedding day when I kept having to pull my dress off and stuff. I was just like, these straps are too long. So mm-hmm. it's like, I look back at some of my pictures and I'm, I get annoyed, but I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I, I don't think nobody noticed. Yeah. But you it noticed. Just, yeah, I noticed. But nobody else noticed. It wasn't holding up my breast the way it was supposed to. Like, you just know when something ain't fitting right. Yeah. And, and it's custom made. Like, it shouldn't be doing that. Literally, I was annoyed. Um, But the worst. I shouldn't say worse because I absolutely I love my wedding still appreciate it but doing it in COVID was just terrible yeah because Jamaica already had like a curfew and the curfew wasn't that bad I think it was like nine o'clock at that time 9 p.m so we were trying to do everything within that time and I made my oldest sister be my maid of honor because I used my two sisters uh, my youngest and my oldest because they lived in Jamaica um, but I'm close with all my siblings but my oldest sister she's the one that I'm not too I'm I know her know everything mm-hmm. whatever but I felt like over the years since I've left Jamaica we haven't been the closest and like certain things that kept happening like family wise like have turned me off but she's my sister so I've just always like you know whatever mm-hmm. but I regret using her as my, as my maid of honor because <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that topic but I shouldn't have used her um I was three hours late for my wedding Oh my god. Bro. I was three hours <laughs> Listen, because the wedding was on a live feed, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all watching it. Yeah. And like, we're like, <laughs> it was like this edit. So like first it would be like pictures of like her and Dwight, right? Yeah. And then it would like show like the church. And that was on a loop for like three hours. And like every time oh they would show god. the church, we'd be like, oh, she's coming, she's coming. And then she wouldn't come and we'd be like, oh my gosh. Like, and every, like, like, it was just, it was, it was a mess. No, it was terrible. I wanted to cry. Uh, we were supposed to get our makeup done and our hair done. First of all, I should have listened to Dwight. Dwight told me I should have got my hair installed from the day before. But I was like, nah, I can do it the same day because the girl moves fast. Yeah. But she's not the type of hairdresser that has appointments. It's when you walk in. But oh. she knew. So she had told me to come at, let's say, like 8 o'clock in the morning, whatever. Mm-hmm. My sister now, I slept over at her house that night. We yeah. were supposed to get ready in Dwight's house. But she decides, just come to my house. We'll get ready here. Went there. <laughs> Problematic, bro. Shouldn't have used her. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so we're there now. And she makes breakfast in the morning. I'm like, okay, like we got to go soon. She's like, oh, you're the bride. It's fine if you're late. And I'm looking at her like, like we are on a goddamn schedule. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so then whatever, we're late to go. So obviously the hairdresser's doing somebody else's hair now. Here. Oh my God. So I get late. there, I'm waiting a bit. And I kept telling my sister, like, you know, I wanted specific hairstyles. And I kept telling her, I was like, 
don't do the lace because she kept waiting last minute to get her wig the same day of the wedding she still did not have a wig oh, shit. so then we're getting her hair done she goes now she's walking around like the bay whatever and i'm hearing news now that she was there walking around with, with a man while she was supposed to be in the shop getting her hair done so when my hair was done they kept saying like where's your sister type of thing so now i'm getting my makeup done i had my makeup done and i was sitting there waiting for her oh wow that would have pissed me i was sitting there waiting uh, for her i, I was should have left her still uh, yeah <laughs> yeah like it's my wedding day yeah but how do i leave her when it's her man that dropped us there and it's supposed to come back and get us uh, so it's just like how am i getting home with my hair my makeup done i don't want nobody seeing me because the church is mm. also in that close by that area yeah so then now my youngest sister is just like she's not like a makeup type of person so she didn't want her makeup done so okay. she just got her lashes done i said fine whatever at this point i don't care let's go yeah. we are leaving now her man picks us up there was he could have turned down this one street where nobody would see us why did the man decide he's not going to turn here to drive by the church mm -mm. why was i looking my mother-in-law oh, <laughs> right in her no. eyes driving by the church and I gave my sister my phone and they kept ignoring calls and turning off my phone. So Dwight was sitting in church wondering what's happening. Yeah, he's probably going crazy. Yeah. So I was oh pissed off God. by her for that. And I was just like, why would you drive right by the church with it me just in the like front running seat? away. Yeah, right. <laughs> with me in the front seat and his mom looked me dead in my eyes. <laughs> and then when we got back to her house now to get dressed and come back, there was a whole bunch of traffic coming back because a truck broke down. Oh, no. So I was three hours late to my wedding. Yeah. Oh it's three hours late. But, and then after the wedding now, the photographer couldn't get any pictures of us with like the sun out because mm -hmm. the sun had started to set. Yeah. And then by the time we got to the reception, like everything was rushed and crammed in like even her first dance was like cut short like nobody could stay and dance and enjoy themselves because curfew's coming mm, yeah. so we quickly danced they did everything and then we had to cut yeah <laughs> and so it just felt rushed and crammed in but i'm still very grateful my friends played a huge part even though they were like not like physically there they were still there with me like you know um, they did a lot for me and Dwight's family was a huge help too. Like they paid for majority of the wedding. So I was very grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that was my experience. I would have loved for it to be a little bit more, even if I was an hour late, fine. Yeah. But that was my biggest regret. Like that really hurts my feeling that, and it hurts Dwight even more that I was three hours late. And I felt like it's just something that will always be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's whatever. He's probably like, bro, are you coming still? <laughs> he was sad. Know, <laughs> like, my mom kept out. having to talk to him. My sister had to be calling him, talking to him. My brother was calling from Barbados, talking to him. Like, he was sad. Like, yeah. because I stopped replying because I gave them my phone. But they were uh -huh. ignoring everybody's calls and messages. I was getting my makeup done. My eyes were closed. Yeah. Bro, we were even calling you like, Rhonda. <laughs> Is everything okay? <laughs> I was getting stressed. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, that's what happened that day. So do you think it was important for you to marry someone that was Jamaican? Like have all your exes been Jamaican? When I think about it, majority of them, like 
maybe not born there but have like jamaican background um my very last ex in my longest relationship because i usually don't claim the rest um (laughs) he was actually born in jamaica okay uh do i think it's important to marry was it important to me to marry someone that's jamaican not really but i'm happy that i did because i've dated other people outside of like my race and like they're not like jamaican Mm -hmm. i've dated them and they're good and whatever but i just can't (laughs) relate to them the same way i can relate to a jamaican yeah um and same ways if it's somebody that was actually born here and their parents are jamaican yeah i still relate to someone like dwight or my ex more because they actually grew up in jamaica Mm -hmm. they know the struggle it's just i feel more comfortable like even speaking my language i feel more comfortable i can relate to them because i grew up in jamaica in the same neighborhood like Mm -hmm. they understand my struggle Mm -hmm. you know so we our conversations are just different yeah and dating someone that's not jamaican it was sometimes it's a little bit harder to relate to them Mm -hmm. but that's just my personal opinion i guess Mm -hmm. what do you like like what do you think like what type of background do you think you'd be able to relate to the most like if you were starting to date and stuff like what oh you mean you know um, what i mean like would it have to be like a first generation like guyanese person or jamaican person yeah for sure Which like one? it would have to be someone that was born in canada mm-hmm. and like their parents or their grandparents are, are jamaican or guyanese do you think you would relate more to a guyanese person or guyanese for sure yeah, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like i can i feel like i can relate to jamaican people but like i wasn't really exposed to that side as much growing up mm-hmm. so like sometimes like i don't want to say anything weird sometimes like when like my family's talking i'm just like what did they just say why is that <laughs> rude you weren't around you know what I mean? yeah it's but not like rude. but like i still get like the gist of what they're saying but you're like, just used to like, Guyanese people yeah more. I'm, I'm more used like my grandma speaks to me and i i understand exactly what she's saying you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. like even when she's talking to her friends like i know it's different like how she talks to me versus how she talks to her friends and i can still understand everything that she says to her friend mm-hmm. but like if it were my other grandma talking to her friend i don't think i'd be able to understand what she's saying really yeah well like for the most part like the you know the just general message but like the little words i'm just like what is this like little slings and yeah, stuff I'm yeah just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. and i feel like honestly sometimes i get kind of like offended because i feel like my grandma on my dad's side she like speaks to me a certain way like very like like uh, like a canadian version you know and i get like offended like she's dialing it down yeah she's thinking you won't understand yeah and i'm just like no like i i still understand you like Mm -hmm. you speak like how you normally speak like don't like try and switch up for me and you're never gonna learn if she switches up yeah Yeah. but like i get like offended i'm like like what i feel like that's the thing that jamaican people do though because even when <laughs> what thing I... about Jamaican people they could turn <laughs> off their accent and speak properly no. <laughs> yes. no but some of them are some of them sound terrible like I remember <laughs> I was in Jamaica and um, this taxi driver like I got in the car and like sometimes I switch back and forth like it's it's hard for me sometimes my English just come out even if I don't want it to mm-hmm. and he heard my English and he started to like Jamaicans would say twang mm-hmm. he started to speak whatever like proper English he was trying to do but it, it almost sounds jaring or like he's mocking me so i was just like you can you can uh, speak jamaican like i speak yeah. jamaican too like don't yeah. do that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah um 
what was I gonna say? Wait, what were we talking about before? Oh, you said like you would rather like relate to a Jamaican person in a relationship type of thing. Honestly, I feel like you know me. I love Jamaican men. But <laughs> <laughs> why though? I like, just what's your reason? I just do. Like I just feel like they have the sauce like i feel like every woman likes jamaican men i just like jamaican people like i just love jamaican people like like if i wasn't Ghanaian, like i would say like i would be jamaican i would want to be jamaican like yeah like i love my culture after my culture i just love jamaican people like yeah. i don't know i just think it's like just all my friends like yeah. i just i just like jamaican people i like how they are I like how they're raised i like you know what i mean like how they keep their household how they're family oriented like all the jamaican people i know are just good people so Mm -hmm. i love jamaican people um but like my last so like all the guys i've talked to are probably jamaican except for one but that was a waste man (laughs) um but like my last ex was ganyan and then like i saw the other side like okay this is like the closest i've ever been to somebody yeah because like it's just like different this like our jokes like we go in public we talk shit about somebody we're speaking to like yeah. you know what i mean like oh do you remember this song from back in the day oh did you hear this new Applebeat song like and to be honest i don't know if you guys have noticed but i feel like in the last like three years i've definitely become like more ganyan or more into with my ganyan side yeah it's, it's definitely because of that relationship yeah or I whatever that was that. but yeah and like now like i would i will take that with me forever like mm-hmm. trying to be more in tune yeah. with my culture so yeah i don't know so you think moving forward you want like a ganyan partner or do you want to make <sighs> no i definitely i definitely i definitely <laughs> or a mixture see if he was half <laughs> if he was half jamaican and half ganyan then i would love that but then i'm like am i getting fetishy but like i definitely um no, I think I would want a Kenyan partner mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about like trying to pass on my culture to my kids. Mm-hmm. And I definitely wouldn't mind talking to somebody that's actually like in Ghana. Mm-hmm. But like you have to be a little bit westernized. Cuz like there's there's people in Ghana that are like like super like basically the type of guys that my mom would want me to talk to like very traditional yeah and then there's like people in ghana that are like like all these like burner boy people and like whiskey yeah. people that you see like they're yeah. like that like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so i wouldn't mind talking to like a burner boy or like a whiskey but like <laughs> yeah like i don't want to talk to like somebody that's like gonna relate to my mom so basically sense. somebody that <laughs> can tap into their tradition but isn't like too strict on it yeah like somebody that's just like you know they're young they they know the vibes they go to the club like yeah they did that type of stuff like i wouldn't mind that yeah. but like i don't want somebody who i feel like i have to kind of lie to them about who i am yeah or i'm gonna get the same judgment that i would get from my parents yeah you know I mean? oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but then also like when it comes to i feel like when it comes to culture i feel like Ghanaian culture is so far from Canadian culture in terms of like even just like the older generations and I feel like like how do I explain it like I won't speak specifically on Jamaican culture because at the end of the day I'm not Jamaican Mm -hmm. but like from the Jamaican people I've been around I just feel like you guys are more like your parents are more open to certain things or open to you guys our parents are more like they think that like like if if you were to ask my mom like do you think Teresa has had her first kiss she's gonna honestly tell you no 
like look you in your face and tell what? you no i don't think my daughter has ever kissed a boy before and she'll be dead serious right <laughs> what yeah so they're just like so like oh this is my kid like they're a kid like you know oh, what i mean like yeah like they she, always see you as a kid yeah like so how do where was i going with this like i feel like um i don't know where i was going with that but oh i was saying that like in terms of like um like being able yeah like being able to relate Mm -hmm. but at the same time i feel like at the end of the day like when there's that cultural difference there's that cultural difference like i always tell like my friends like i feel like um like yes i'm very close to all of my friends Mm -hmm. but there are certain jokes that can't run that i'm sure they can't run with me or i can't run with them yeah but i would be more likely to run it with them because of where we're like because the context we're living you know what i mean like it's only recently that people are starting to care about like west african people back in the day like everyone was making fun of us mm-hmm. so it's like nobody really knows about any of our shit. but yeah. it's like when you're in toronto like everybody knows yeah about yeah. like <laughs> jamaican people but i don't know man i feel like whatever god has in store for me i definitely want um to have that connection with my husband Mm-hmm. But at the same time, oh, where I was going with this was I was saying that, like, I feel like Ghanaian guys are weird. Why? Deja, how okay, many. Okay, some of the. Yeah. How, okay. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> let's not do this. Like, you know, they're weird. Like, and I feel like it's because they're so, like. Okay, Rhonda, you tell us. Like, when it comes to how Jamaican men are raised, right? Because I feel mm-hmm. like whatever people want to say about Jamaican men that they're womanizers or they cheat or whatever, at the end of the day, I feel like when they're in your face, I feel like Jamaican men, in my experience, are respectful. They make you feel nice. They're like... Yeah, they're sweet talkers. Exactly. They're very like... <laughs> like, when they're, it's like... Emperor, like, you know what I mean? Like, the interface, yeah. it's very like, oh, like, I rate you. They're like, sweet talkers. Yeah. Exactly. So, do you think that has to do with how you guys are raised? Yeah. Yeah. So, what? like, my point is that Ghanaian guys are not raised like that. They're not raised to like talk to women. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's not. There's nothing in our culture that is like, oh, like this is how you treat a woman or this is how you talk to a woman. Mm-hmm. It's more like when you have a wife, this is what she's gonna do for you. Oh. So then, and then when, when they, they when they start dating, it's like weird. Yeah. Like I had like I know of a girl <laughs> that like she was dating a, a Ghanaian guy. Yeah. And like his mom, and these times we were like in our twenties, like early twenties. Yeah. And his mom used to call her, and say like, "Are you coming to clean? Coming over to clean his room?" Oh. And also come <laughs> over to like make him fufu, like bro. And she's like, what? "They're not married." And her his mom would call her and say, "Come clean his room." Oh hell no, no. Shit like that. Hell no. Like what? Yeah. Oh, Excuse hell me. No. But that's that's. You come clean his room. Like what? Why but that's the me? thing because she would usually clean his room. But her thing is now oh. you have a girlfriend, so she will be cleaning your room. But my whole thing is why haven't why doesn't he know how to clean his room? <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to yeah. tell you, like. Like, and you see, Jamaican what? men are raised to know how to cook and stuff like the that. The white knows how to cook and, and clean. clean. <laughs> no, Ghanaian guys are not raised. They're more like raised, like, although a lot of Ghanaian guys are stingy, they're more like raised. <laughs> they are, I'm sorry. They're more raised to be like, okay, this is my girl. Like, I'm taking care of her type shit. Or like, whatever. Like, financially. Mm-hmm. Or like, mm-hmm. but there's no like, this is how you treat a woman. Like, 
a lot of us don't really see our dad like some do obviously everybody's different mm -hmm. but i would say generally speaking for the generation that my parents are from there's no like let me take my wife and do this with her or mm -hmm. let me rub my wife's feet or let oh, me run okay. her bath water like yeah. or shit like that like there's there's none of that you could say that too for a lot of the jamaican men because mm -hmm. the older tradition like my dad mm -hmm. it'd be like oh my wife is washing my clothes doing this doing that Dwight straight up told me one time he could live without a woman because he already he knows, knows what to how do. to wash and clean. Yeah. But the older generations, they're used to their woman doing that for them. Yeah. But still, when they're growing up, they definitely see mommy cooking and cleaning. They know how to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's just the older generation. They just think their wife should be doing it. And yeah. I done said, listen, I ain't going to live like that. Yeah. And I feel like like my dad is different because he was raised by his grandma, so he definitely knows how to cook. He definitely knows how to clean. But it's like he only does it when he wants to. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he definitely does it more. Like my dad is definitely not a typical Ghana dad, but he like he does it less than he should, but more than he should based on his culture, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't think that Ghanaian men are raised to like, and, and you guys know me, like I'm very like, I want to be a princess. I want all of these things, but yeah. Ghanaian guys are not like that. And it's crazy because the Ghanaian people, they raise their daughters to be princesses mm -hmm. and they raise their daughters to think so highly of themselves and go far in their education and all this stuff, but then also take care of their men. But then they raise their sons to not be the guy that they're raising their daughter to be with. Yeah. So it's right. just like, we're, but then if we, God forbid, we say we want to marry a Jamaican person, a Guyanese person, a Grenadian person, it's a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's scary out here. It's super it's scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> While we have you here, mm -hmm. I know you listened to our episode about um, like the diaspora wars and like Jamaican people and like in Toronto and like the influence they have and like versus African people and all that stuff like yeah what do you what do you think about that in terms of like Jamaica having like a big influence on Toronto culture like do you ever feel like people are appropriating your culture like they're taking um, it too far I definitely say I, I look at it different now from when I first came to Canada because when I first came here I was offended because were you yeah, I was offended by a lot of things that like people like, would say. Like, what would they say? So like, when somebody would randomly come up to you and say like, you know, you tell somebody you're Jamaican, they randomly will come up to you and be like, oh, bumba cloud or something like that. I would take offense to it at first, yeah. <laughs> but that's just them trying to show like their love for your culture. But yeah. I didn't take it that way. Yeah, I was offended. Yeah. Like, are you like mocking me? Or, like, what are yeah. you doing? I didn't like it. Um, what was your question again? Like, do you think people take, in terms of, like, Toronto people, do you think we take it too far with, like, the Jamaican influence, like, feeling like, you know what I mean? Like, are we appropriating um, the culture? I personally don't. I don't know if other people do. I personally don't because it's just showing me, like, the love that people have for Jamaica because the only time I'll get, like, a little bit offended is when people try to say, like, certain slangs had nothing to do with, like jamaica's um, yeah they'll be like it's they toronto to, slang or they try to say it's toronto yeah. it's just like well where did toronto slang come from yeah. or they try to say oh it's from uk uk and i'm just like where do they get it from yeah. like yeah. <laughs> like if you're gonna use your shit like at least put give some us, respect put on some respect name. on it just yeah. like i don't mind i can tell that like everywhere you go in the world like people just love jamaica they love yeah. like the accent the food and stuff so like 
I don't feel a way when people try to do it, but don't do it and then try to say, oh, it's from somewhere else. Like, yeah. don't be stupid. Yeah. We all know it's from Jamaica. <laughs> so in your marriage, do you find yourself submissive to your husband? I would say yes. It Yes and no. Mm -hmm. When I ask Dwight that, he thinks I am submissive. But in my opinion, I think I am. But I also think that I'm not just because like I I liked I'm a very like challenging person. I will <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, like I I ask a lot of questions. So even if I he would ask me to do something, I would be like if I asked him a question and his response was no and it's not the answer I necessarily want to hear, I'll question it. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like I'll still respect him. Do you feel like he's submissive to you? Yes. In what way? I don't really want to say he's submissive to me. I would say he respects me, but I'd say he respects me. Like he values my opinion. If he knows that like something's going to make me uncomfortable, he's definitely not going to do it. Um... I think that like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, like what, what I feel like when people think submissive they think like basically like your husband's walking all over you exactly and that's what i'm trying to not like portray because that's not what it so is so you explain your what you think submissive is to you kind of thing to me submissive is just like allowing my husband to be the man and the head of the household mm -hmm. so it's just like yeah i'm submissive to him but only if he respects me and i feel like i am submissive to him because he respects me mm -hmm. um if he wasn't respectful towards me then i feel like it would more be like i'm not gonna listen to nothing this man has to say i'm not gonna do this and i'm not gonna do yeah. that because when i ask him to do that he doesn't he doesn't return back the same like yeah. you know and um dwight is also just like i don't know he's a different type of man it's just like He's just, I don't know how to explain it, but he's just so humble and like, when you think of Dwight, you think of like humble and calm. Like he's not yelling. I know if I do something like that he might not like, I know he's not gonna yell at me. Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking that like, you know, he's gonna be so mad. He might question and be like, well, why did you think it was okay to do that type mm -hmm. of thing? Like he's very calm. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel like that's what makes it a little bit more easier to be, like, submissive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what would you say is the best thing about being married? The best thing about being married is knowing that you found your soulmate, your lifetime partner. So... Mm -hmm you're now building on that and looking towards forever and like having your family and stuff and you don't have to be out here in this ghetto ghetto get to <laughs> <laughs> get to like dating like cool mm because -hmm. honestly it's it's terrible out there from things that i'm seeing and hearing so it's just honest <laughs> that you can't relate no because like it's terrible out there and you i just feel like good that i didn't have to like struggle to like find this love like 
to earn this this love mm-hmm. it just feels good because i i just feel on it i just feel set for life yeah like i feel like this is it mm-hmm. like this is my man and now we're gonna build together and build like there's no going down from here it's only like moving up yeah rather than like when you're in a relationship it's just like so where are we going now like do you want to get married do i want to get married yeah. do you want kids like we know what we want yeah and that's why we decided like we should get married mm-hmm. okay so what do you think is the hardest part about being married the hardest part about being married well for me right now it's definitely the distance because yeah. i'm not able to like touch him whenever i want like you know like that and then also like mm, honestly am i really like yeah i'm experiencing my marriage but like we're not actually like together living together so Mm -hmm. is it fair for me to even like like things that i'm gonna say is the hardest like i feel like it's not but it's hard to it's challenging for your situation i'll speak for you since you're acting shy (laughs) i feel like the challenging part is like i feel like when you get into a fight with your man I you know what I'm going to say? I was going to yeah, say that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, one of the hardest things is like, you get in a fight with your husband and you can't just be like, well, whatever, I'm done, I'm gone. Yeah. Because like, it's like a bigger commitment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, and divorce is not an easy route. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you're not trying, you're trying to stay away from that. So you're with this person, you get in a fight and you know you're gonna have to try and work it out anyways because it's not just a relationship where you can just walk away like Mm -hmm. there's more ties to it now it's a bigger commitment i think so like for me where people just say ronda you're rude or i have a mouth on me um i have to learn to humble myself most times and that's a little bit challenging sometimes because i i'm used to having my own way yeah i feel like when it's your man and he does something to cheese you you could say okay i'm either blocking for the night or i'm not talking to him for a day or i'm not talking to him for two days but like if it's your husband then you have to talk to him (laughs) yeah because not talking can potentially cause damage Mm -hmm. and like you're in a marriage you're trying to this is the person that you're saying is for you so why are you not able to like suck it up and have a grown conversation um Teresa saying that actually made me realize what my hardest like challenge is and it's compromising because mm-hmm. what was it I just said to you? <laughs> you said you're stubborn. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Brain fart. Um compromising <laughs> because I'm stubborn and Duet can be a little bit stubborn too. He's been single for years. He's never had to have a woman say like this and say that and like he'd have to he just did his own thing and mm-hmm. then i'm just naturally stubborn so it's like if we butt heads sometimes we're able to like sit and talk about it but when i feel like my point's not getting across then i just feel like i have to get it across and we just always have to remind each other like learn to compromise like some things don't need to be as big as mm-hmm. it is but it's just like you know we can just compromise mm-hmm. i feel like that would be my toughest issue because i feel like I just always want my way. Do you feel like um, 
like hearing like what Rhonda is saying about marriage like do you think like you're like ready or like super not ready or like like almost ready like what do you think um I don't know if it's if I'm like ready like readiness I don't know if it has to do with readiness or if I just don't want to get married in general yeah really like I do but like sometimes I'm like do I like what is this gonna do for me no it's natural to feel like that you know what I, you know because what I mean because when I did family law I wanted to get married before and then when I did family law I took a course mm-hmm. I was just like I'm never getting married like yeah. <laughs> knowing what's out there yeah but then you'll come around you maybe maybe you won't if you meet the person yeah if you meet the when you meet the person because before dwight i was just like with all the messy stuff that's going around i don't Mm -hmm. think i'm getting married but when you meet the person you know or you know if you do or you know if you don't Mm -hmm. yeah that's fair not everybody wants to get married some people just believe that they can have a a commitment and a lifelong like relationship with and Mm -hmm. their soulmate but not necessarily getting married yeah what do you think like when you say you you're not sure if you want to get married is it that you don't know if you want a long-term relationship just like the legalities oh okay like i don't i obviously want like a partner to like spend mm-hmm. the rest of my life with mm-hmm. but like just like the legal stuff like and then seeing all me the up. messy stuff that's been happening out there too it doesn't really encourage anyone to get married like yeah. we i've been seeing a lot of marriages that were like 60 years 40 years mm-hmm. ending and i'm just like oh my god that actually breaks my heart yeah it literally makes me feel like is there any hope for these people like what's going on yeah. like and then i have to like not put myself in there and not think negative because i'm just like 60 years of marriage like just mm-hmm. gone down the drain just like that yeah makes me very sad especially during the pandemic i know because during a pandemic, lot of so many marriages, a lot of yeah. people they're realizing they don't like each other bro. yeah <laughs> they have to like be home with each other and yeah. stuff like all the time and it's just like damn man the pandemic really showed a lot of people we ain't meant to right? be together That's yeah crazy. I feel like, um, uh, especially like, I like when 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 couples break up. I feel that way too. But for me, it's more like when couples stay together and they start saying all the shit that they've been through, and it's like, and then that goes back to the whole thing about like having to suffer mm-hmm. to like experience something like, like now like like Beyonce and Jay Z like oh like like they look like they're. A unit like you know what i mean like, like it looks happier, like yeah. like even like with lemonade and then 444 and then everything mm-hmm. is love it's like okay like beyonce went through her shit mm-hmm. jay-z had to grow up and then now like we're like everything is love like we're yeah. all good everything's you know everything's mm-hmm. blessed but it's just like and then i feel like we're supposed to be like oh ah uh, but like it's not ah mm-hmm. uh, like it's it's you know really I mean? fucking yeah. sad it's like why are you why are you figuring yourself out during your marriage why are you yeah. figuring yourself out during your marriage after we have kids like that doesn't make sense uh, yeah no and then like even now like when will and jada keep talking every day about all this ghetto I shit that understand that no that is real <laughs> ghetto <laughs> everybody's like yo like just stay off the internet like we don't, guys... need to need no... we don't need to see no more did you guys see the petition for them to stop getting yep. interviewed yep <laughs> There's a petition for them That's to stop terrible. getting interviewed. Like, you know, it's, it's very ghetto. But then at the same time, I'm wondering, are these things that you have to do for your marriage to last? Like, in terms of, like, having an open relationship or having threesomes? I don't think so. No, I, I really so don't think so because... Rhonda <laughs> said not me. No, because I'm a strong believer in... Some people just need to have their experience and mm-hmm. go through what they need to go through. Mm-hmm 
before getting in a serious relationship and they don't always necessarily know that before they get in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone and get committed but um i don't know i like i see like some people call it whole phase. I was just about to ask you, are you encouraging us non-married women to have a whole phase? Honestly, yes. (laughs) Like, some people's whole phase is not what other people think because like, you know. Your whole phase is, that's what I, we always talk about this. Your whole phase is to your standards. Exactly. You don't have to sleep with a hundred people or 20 people or 10 people to have a whole phase. It can be what, like, just go live your life yeah before you like find out who you are find out what you want i felt like yeah i definitely had my whole phase mm-hmm. and do i definitely had his whole phase like that's something that we speak about which i feel like that's when very it, important yeah when it came when it came to my ex <laughs> <laughs> when it came to my ex i was never able to talk i wanted to talk to him about like things that i would do prior to him and stuff like that and he would always get mad so it wasn't like well, that's not healthy. his business like what he's a design. very jealous man but when it comes to dwight of course <laughs> shut up of course when it like he's he's human he can get jealous but he deals with it maturely yeah and like he's able to tell me things that he's done and of mm-hmm. course i might feel a little like you know yeah it's i'm human mm-hmm. but it's how you approach a situation you want that person to be open with you and be able to tell you things like you know mm-hmm. and he definitely had his whole phase and i am extremely happy because i met him at, met up back with him at the right time mm-hmm. and he thinks so as well because he always says to me like prior to like you coming back here we had no idea we were gonna meet up again mm-hmm. he said prior to you coming back here i have not been really seeing anyone like girls talk to me but i haven't really been seeing anyone for like a couple months now he's like I just felt like putting them to the side. They were giving me what I want. And I felt like I've been through it all. I've mm-hmm. seen what they have to offer. It's not what I wanted. I was ready to settle down and have my family. Mm-hmm. But the area where he was in, he said like, these girls don't want no family. These girls mm. aren't on the same level as me. So I was just gonna humble myself and leave that to the side. And then there came you, mm-hmm. you know? So he's like, I feel like God truly was telling me to humble myself because your life is coming. Sounds tacky, but it's not tacky. It's nice. what do I have? I wish to my say. husband would tell me that. <laughs> no, that's nice. I get it. So have a whole phase is what you're saying. Yeah, like having a whole phase doesn't have to be twenty different, thirty different men. It's just live your life and have your experiences. Like enjoy all the things you would want to enjoy before you go into a marriage. Don't go into a marriage thinking, oh. I should have done that or I yeah. want to do this. Just yeah. no, you're in a marriage. You can't be out there doing that. If people want to be having their threesomes and stuff, that's their business. But I personally don't think that you have to have that to sustain a marriage. Mm-hmm. Why are we in an open marriage? Yeah, it's open marriage. It's kind of like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, do you even love me? Do you even want me? No. Rhonda, tell the people about how married sex hurts differently. <laughs> Um, married sex hits differently because you just know that that's you. Like, you're looking into that person and that's all you. Like, you feel bonded by, like, the soul. I don't know about other people, but that's how I feel. You just feel completely open to that person and that person's completely open to you. Like, mm-hmm. you know? It's a beautiful thing, man. Sounds lit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lit. So I feel like, um, you know, when we talk about marriage, especially like if you're a Christian or whatever, it's like, okay, you're becoming one, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like everything you guys are doing, you're moving as a unit. Like 
you're buying a house you're buying a car like you know what i mean like if you have a debt your husband has it type shit right yeah so like in all of that but at the end of the day like you're still ronda mm-hmm. and he's still dwight right there are certain things that you're gonna have to do that he might not be in love with and vice versa you know what i mean right so like how do you like knowing that you're supposed to be one with your husband but also knowing that at the end of the day like you're still ronda you were ronda before he got here mm-hmm. like how do you, how are you able to keep your individuality but still move as one do you know what i mean yeah honestly i feel like i'm able to keep it because he encourages me to mm-hmm. so like he honestly all Dwight does is he plays his game, he watches his videos, and <laughs> he goes to work. That's Dwight. So he has me playing the game with him. And like sometimes I'll get bored of it, so I won't play. So like we'll be on the phone and stuff. And he'll like encourage me. He's like, you know, like if you get bored, like pick back up your hobbies. Like, what do you used to do? He's like, you like reading books, go like get your books. Like he encourages me to do stuff. Or like mm-hmm. if my friends are going out. And I'll be like, I'm down. I don't really feel like going out. Like, he'll encourage me to go out. Not because he wants to go out. Because he used to go to parties and stuff, like, way before. But, like, mm-hmm. he's more like a homebody now. Mm-hmm. So, he'll just be home playing his games mm-hmm. and stuff. And he'll be like, you're young. Like, go out. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he encourages me mm-hmm. to, like, you know, like, find yourself to entertain yourself. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, when I'm not there and I'm busy, like, you know, like, find stuff that, like, can keep you occupied and keep you entertained and, like, mm-hmm. you know, so you're not at home just down and just... And just, like, waiting for him. And waiting for him, yeah. So, basically, it's knowing that your partner supports you type shit. Yes. I hear ya. A lot of niggas is not doing that. They're not. <laughs> they don't want you to go anywhere. Trust they want me. You to stay home. Trust me. You're going out and all of a sudden he's, he's starting a fight with you. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, do I will be like, why are you being like that? You're so young, go enjoy yourself. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, okay. That's the type of nigga I need, because one thing about me, I'm going to go out. <laughs> and my titties are going to be out too. <laughs> do you feel like you have to dress differently because you're married? No. Really? No. Um, no, I don't. He's always made me feel comfortable about how I dress, which is huge to me, because my ex... I could only dress certain ways around him, but if he's not there, then it's a problem. When it comes to Dwight now, he will literally hype me up. He's like, oh my God, you're oh, so, so nice. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I used to always hide my breasts. Like, he's made me feel way more confident about, like, my breasts. He makes me feel confident about my body. Like, even when I'm still not feeling it, like, yeah. I don't feel like I have to change how I dress. Like, a lot of people say, oh, <laughs> you should probably, like, you know, not wear that again now since you're married. I feel like I choose not to. If I'm just like, all right, this dress is a little bit too scandalous and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, not respecting my man, then I won't. But yeah. Dwight will not tell me, don't wear that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, honestly, that's a, that's a different type of love that I've yet to experience. That, like, I'm going to tell myself, like, maybe I shouldn't wear this <laughs> to respect somebody because I don't know about that stuff. No, I mean something I'll check like, back with you. No, I get what you're saying, you but... You saw what I wore on my 21st birthday? That's you wouldn't wear thing? that. I definitely wouldn't wear that right now. Mm-hmm. No. No. That's the thing. I'll check back with you guys when I find the one. But as of right now, I don't really see that ever happening. <laughs> I'm going to out. Like... <laughs> um, so when you met up with your husband again... How did you know that, like, okay, this is the one, 
is this who I'm gonna marry? Is this who I need to be with forever? Like what 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 happened? Um, I kept denying him. I kept telling him I don't want him. <laughs> and um the second time I traveled back to Jamaica and I was about to leave, I found myself not wanting to leave and wanting to be with him and even telling myself oh my god like i'll stay here longer if i have to like you know yeah. i don't care about the pandemic type of thing blah 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 that's when i was just like there's no denying it you, yeah. you know you want this man mm -hmm. like just drop it <laughs> was there a specific moment or was it just like the experience of him like just being around him he just i don't know like he just I've never, like, ugh, I get it. A lot of people are going to say they've never felt the way they felt about this person. But when I say that, I truly meant that, like, he's just different. Like, especially from, like, the relationship I had before. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, he's so, like, obviously men will have their immature moments. But he's just so, like, mature. Mm -hmm. He's respectful. Just, like, the way he talks to me. The way how he encourages me. Like. He just makes me feel good mm -hmm. like good about myself like like deep down truly makes me feel good and like we have deep conversations and that's something that i really love because i'm a chatterbox <laughs> so like i don't know like i just i just knew i just mm -hmm. knew because i was dating like no i wouldn't say dating i was talking to other people prior to him and stuff and like i never i never yet. felt that connection with mm -hmm. them at all mm -hmm. and with him i just i just knew yeah. I just knew because I always told myself, listen, I ain't gonna date no Jamaican man. I don't want no Jamaican man because I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, but nah, he was the one. So love that for you. Okay, so in five years, where do you see your relationship? Like in your marriage in five. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, that's okay. He's my boyfriend, my side piece. He's everything. Oh, period. <laughs> Period. Um, in five years, I see Dwight right next to me. Um, five years. I was about to say we're gonna have our daughter, but daughters, oh. twins, <laughs> twins in Jesus' name, Amen. Two oh, little God. girls. And I'm gonna be the godmother of one of them. <laughs> um, I see us having our daughter, especially. But our, our at the S, daughters, <sighs> the twins, our daughters. The twins. Definitely want my son too. I want two maximum three kids. So you want two boys and two girls? No. Or should I we just do two girls? Or should we just do triplets one time? Two Teresa, girls. <laughs> no, because if I have triplets, I'm I'm done. And I think I wanna I wanna go through pregnancy again. I'm saying that now, knowing that I've never experienced <laughs> yeah. it. But I definitely would not want to have three kids at one time because I'd definitely be done with pregnancy. <laughs> um, but yeah, in five years, I see us with our kids. Mm -hmm. And we have our house Amen. And with him by my side, and that's what I'm looking towards right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so your ma the major takes away from what I'm thinking that you're telling us as single ladies is have your whole face. What else? <laughs> <laughs> um, not just have your whole face, like you know, live your life. Like, don't feel like you have to be in a relationship for, like, I don't know. Like, don't just jump in a relationship because your parents want to see you get married. They want to see, see this, see that. Like, mm -hmm. live your life. Experience yourself. Like, do it for you. 
know what you want before you go jumping in a relationship and then like doing whole activities while you're dating somebody and hurting other people's feelings like don't force yourself to be in a relationship if you know you're not ready go experience the world even if it's you know having a little bit of whole phase <laughs> just experience things before you go jumping into a relationship that you're not necessarily ready for mm-hmm in that case i don't know still i feel like i need to work on myself a little bit more and that's perfectly fine there's no age limit to finding love the ovaries have an age limit though randa (laughs) (laughs) that's what it does but any thoughts last thoughts baby uh well thank you for sharing your story you're welcome (laughs) and this has been your girl here my team and dej and Rhonda. I like you listen to the podcast. <laughs> and this is Dark and Lovely Pod. GG's. Bye guys. Later.